sure that they, there were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's brought walking. The cat. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap, placement, kick by Hartley, and it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. Welcome to the Fifth Down, brought to you by the Enemy of the Good Podcast Network. I'm the captain, and I'm Tootsie. All right, state of the division, NFC East. We made it to the NFC. We're out of the AFC. We're in the promised land now. <laughs> well, this is the you know we're in the NFC East, right? Okay, I said promise, man. I meant dumpster fire. Okay, well, you know it's uh we'll put this on the uh, on the list for potential most improved division award. I mean, they have no choice but to go is up. I mean, the best team you had in your division finished at seven and nine last season. Uh, not a winning record in into the, the playoffs. Division, no, you know? no. So, I mean, no one had a winning record. No one even made 500, you know. So, um, but yes, the we'll start there. Um, we'll go with the Washington football team. Um, a team that actually has a pretty good core group. They just needed some more help, right? So, well, they go in the offseason. The main, the main thing I see with this team going into the offseason was they needed to, needed to get their quarterback situation under control. Yes. Okay, as much as we love the story of Alex Smith coming back and doing whatever he had to do, it just it didn't work. So Taylor Heineke really impressed me last year with what he how he finished the season. Right, those last four or five games, he was just on on fire. The guy was playing with a chip on his shoulder. He was he was he was leading that team down the field. He was controlling it in the huddle. He's got two of the best young running backs in Antonio Gibson and Junior McKissick. He's got Terry McLaren. They bring in Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys in the offseason. Logan Thomas is your tight end. I mean, their skill positions are stacked with fantasy football players. You know and then, look, I mean? they bring in Lamar Miller as, as a third running back. Right? Adam Humphreys is another receiver. Yep. Um, they also brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick to take over for the quarterback position. So Take, take over. We'll see. I think he's going to help develop Heineke. And then, no. I mean, I mean, he's first on the depth chart. There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing you can say about that. I mean, it's it's going to be what it's going to be. I mean, what's going to make a difference with this team is if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in and he plays and he's Fitz Magic. Yeah. If if at any point in time in the season he falls to a tragic position, um, the team's done. I mean, it's just that might be the case, but I mean, it, it's going to be rough. I mean, let's let's look at their draft, right? Right. So they they go in, they address a few needs in the offseason. Uh, they bring in William Jackson, a cornerback from Cincinnati, uh, for $40 million, two-year deal. And uh, he's worth it. I think that's going to show up that little bit of defense they need in the back. They get Jamin Davis out of Kentucky, linebacker. Then they get Sam Cosme out of Texas. That was a really good pickup in the second round. Yeah, I mean, that, that really helps with your, your offensive line going into it. So, I mean... Which is where they needed some help too. So, so they go cornerback with Benjamin St. Just the out of Minnesota. Then Deami uh, Brown out of North Carolina wide receiver. So then they get Jason Bates tied in on Boise State. And they actually had a pretty good draft. They had three picks in the seventh round. Good Lord. 
Yeah, they they had a lot of picks. Um, they just need a couple of them to hit. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, this is not a very difficult division. I mean, the powerhouse in the division, believe it or not, is going to be the Cowboys. Um, yeah. who we can tackle next if you want. Um, I mean, the way I see the football team finishing out, it is not much different from this 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 you know the twenty twenty season. I see maybe one or two more wins. They might finish nine and eight. Is that that April seventeen? Yeah, you know nine and eight. I I I see them getting into the to the nine wins. I think that that's. I don't know if I have more than nine wins for any team in this division. I, I do for the Cowboys if everyone stays healthy. And see, the problem with the Cowboys is I just don't trust Mike McCarthy, and I don't think the Cowboys do either. Well, we'll see. But let's. But let's. All let's, right, let's finish up with the NFC. Right, so I'm so, saying nine, nine, and nine and eight. You're giving them. I'll give them nine and eight. Okay. I think that's fair. So that is. Uh, that's the football team. That is the Washington football team. Now, on to Dallas Cowgirls. Yeah. Finished the 2020 season with a 6-10 and 10 record. Um, I understand a lot of a lot of injuries, a lot of everything else. I mean, many teams have played injured, has done that. But they also had Andy Dalton as their backup. So when Dak Prescott goes down, you should have had a pretty seamless transition from where you were to where you are now. And I think that falls on to the, the lack of leadership from their coach. And this is where Tootsie dislikes the Mike McCarthy thing. And I, I kind he, of he's agree stale. He's stale and he's done. He, he's, an, he's, an, he's an overpaid, out-of-date coach who hasn't updated his offense. You know, like I said, I agree with him. For the modern NFL. But, so, I mean, you go ahead and, and – and, Please make the case otherwise. I would love to hear it, but I don't see anyone making the case for Mike McCarthy except for Jerry Jones. And, you know, Dallas had – it last year showed us just how good Dak Prescott is for him not being there. Right, you know, why it, he deserves it's, the contract. It's not quite the Peyton Manning goes down with an injury for the Colts bad. Right. But it was close enough. And – well, I mean, as soon as as soon as Zeke went, I mean, I'm sorry, as soon as Dak went down, Zeke disappeared. Well, he he couldn't carry the team, and he couldn't carry the team because you, you didn't have any kind of offensive scheme that could be run by a decent quarterback. You have Andy Dalton. I mean, Andy you should you should have had something going on. Yeah, there. and that, that, that should not have been a complete but fall. It should have been that shows you it was scheme. The scheme, it's all scheme. And that that goes to McCarthy. That goes to the coaching. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like that. I mean, they have the most potential in this in this team out, out of this division. But if there's anybody that's going to get to 11 wins in this division, it's going to be the Cowboys. They have the potential to get there. All right, so let, let's talk about what we did in free agency. Okay, so in free agency, they lost a few guys, gained a few guys. Uh, big sign was Jordan Lewis on the cornerback. A uh, very, very, very good signing for them. That's going to give. It's going to take a little pressure off the offense. Uh, Thirteen million on a two-year deal is not bad. I mean, they lost Xavier Woods. Yeah, um, that was the big. The, honestly, that was the big loss. Lost Xavier Alvin Woods. Smith. Alvin Smith to Seattle. Xavier Woods goes to Minnesota. Yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot of additions. <laughs> no, <laughs> at, at least ones that are going to make a huge <laughs> difference anyway. I mean, they kept. 
they lost Andy Dalton to Chicago, which we all knew that was coming. Uh, they lost a Wuze to Yeah, they lost Cincinnati. a Wuze to Cincy. We talked about that with Cincy, and that was a big loss for them. But, again, they go into the draft. Um, they have a decent amount of picks. They, they actually, to me, seeing it, they, they had a really good draft. I mean, they, I think they so. opened up with linebacker out of Penn State, Michael Parsons, in the first round. That was a huge pick. It's pretty much the best linebacker on the board, I think. Um, Kelvin Joseph, Joseph in the second round from Kentucky. Um, I'm going to pass this over to Tutti so he can mess up these <laughs> four names. Osa Adingswa, defensive lineman out of UCLA. I don't think that's right. Chauncey Golston out of uh, Iowa. And then... Nashawn Wright, cornerback out of Oregon State in the third round. They had three third rounds, two fourth, and two sixth this year. On well, the fourth, they picked up another linebacker out of Jabril, out of Jabril Cox. Jabril from LSU. Cox out of LSU. Go Tigers. Um, offensive tackle, Josh Ball out of Marshall. We are Marshall. You know, whatever they do. I don't I don't know if they even do that anymore. I'm sure they do. See <laughs> <laughs> me Finko out of wide receiver at Stanford. And Defensive tackle, cornerback, and a guard to round it out. So, I mean, they pick up a lot of young talent in the lines and skill positions on defense. And that's what you need because you lost because of what you lost, right? You you can't lose the three or four defensive, defensive studs they had and not. Right, because, I, mean, I mean, they lost, I mean, even to start the season with, with Dak, they lost a lot of games at the, you know. Yeah, and they were close. Through the de- defensive end, yes, they lost yes. those with the defense. And then when Dak went down, that gap widened, and it wasn't so but many. But remember what I but, told you, like, we're in, the, we're in the point of the NFL where you can score 33, 34 points and still lose a game. Right, right. Because that's just the, that's the game now. Well, right? with, Everybody with, can do that. With the way that. You know, the rules are set up for quarterback safety and receiver safety and, and everything else they have going on. It, it's almost to the point where we should just throw the flags on and play some flag football because it's you, you can't breathe on somebody the wrong way and not end up with a penalty. No, it's 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 not basketball bad, but it's not as what it used to be. And then, you know, you get those egregious fouls that aren't called and it just makes it all the worse, right? So here's here's their depth chart looking at it. I mean, you got you're gonna have Dak. Dak should be back. Dak's gonna be back and healthy. Um if not You still got Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. Tony Pollard as your as your, as your, running, running, as your running backs. backs one and two. Amari Cooper, Michael Mitchell uh, Gallup, Mitchell Gallup, C D yeah. Lamb, all those guys. Like C D Lamb has so much Hope for him coming into this year with with a healthy Dak. I still find it weird that he's on the the third in the depth chart when I feel like he should have moved above Michael Gallup. Look, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, yeah, we haven't even touched camp yet, so you know. Yeah, we'll and see I what mean, you got to remember, CD's the CD and Mari Cooper are both the deeper guys, right? Yeah, and Gallup's that middle of the field guy. So tight end, they're still a little questionable. Uh, Blake Jarwin, he's he's injured at the moment um and then when you get to defensive side of the ball i mean they're they're improved and they you know i think it's about a wash honestly with last year it's really going to depend on their draft picks and how many of those can hit for them and what mike mccarthy does if if he if he doesn't change anything i mean he has to be on the hot seat this year 
I mean, he's probably the hottest coach in all the NFL. Like we were calling him, we were calling him to be fired he about been week fired. six. He should have been fired. You know, about week yeah. six last season after Dak well, went only, down. The only but, reason they didn't fire him is because that division at seven and nine and six and ten separating. Yeah, I mean, one just, and three. Just face it, they were one game away from winning the division. Yeah, so you, they didn't <laughs> fire him for that. But I mean, if if the Giants and the Eagles and 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 the football team had all gotten eight nine wins. Yeah, he would have been gone. Absolutely, he would have been gone. Yeah. But, I mean, what else can you say? I mean, I'll give the Cowboys – I'll give them 11 wins, 11 and 6. That's that's kind of scary for me because I feel like that's over, over-hyping them. But uh, I'll go 11 and 6. I think they can pull 11 out. I'm going to be more realistic at 10. I'm going to say 10 and 7. Um. Not because I don't think they can do 11, but I think just I, that extra game. I'm just, I am in the way I'm looking at this, that extra game to me, the safe bet is to put it in the loss column because there's just, there's no extra bye week to come with that extra game. Right. Well, I mean, it makes injuries a little more difficult. Yeah. And, and, and it makes, look, it depends on when your bye week falls too. So if you follow up with like a week four or five bye week, you you have a long stretch after that. So, I mean, it, it's, but. And I mean, what, they need to start the damn bye weeks after week six. Like, you know, screw I, that week four shit. I, I'm just saying, I, I think, I think the Cowboys had a pretty good team going into the last season. Uh, Mike McCarthy is probably the biggest question mark going into it this season. If, Dak stays healthy and Zeke doesn't disappear, they get to 11 wins. I think that's fair. All right. Well, that's the uh, the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? And then we're going to move on uh, to the New York Football Giants. All right. So the Football Giants, they finished with a lovely record of 6-10, and 10, uh, like, like, the, like the Cowboys, um, one game away from winning the division. Um, this is a team that's questionable to me. And, and the reason I say that is because they have so many ifs. If this didn't happen, if that didn't happen, if this didn't go down. Well, when you have your, your running back, they would. Who's going to be the focal point of your offense go down? They would make game yeah, one. But if Saquon Barkley doesn't go down and if Daniel Jones doesn't go down for an extended period of time, right. you know, would they have more than six wins last season? I think the answer to that is yes. Oh, yeah. They would have been, mean, been a nine, 10 win team. You know, but does that translate to this year? Because look, their defense, their defense kept them in a lot of games, even with yeah. A, and and say what you want about New York teams, right? Defense has always been a strong thing there. It's it's part of that culture. Same thing with the Jets, right? They're both very defensive teams when you get down to it. But now you have an you have an offense this year that is going to make a big difference. Yeah, you but- know. But, as long as everybody's healthy. But things are really sad in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I yeah, mean, for either one of them. So, well, look. I mean, let, you, let's let's get started, right? Yeah. So here's here's the here's the free agency moves, right? You bring in Kelly Galladay from Detroit, monster contract, monster player, gonna be an amazing addition, and it's gonna take a lot of pressure off Saquon and Daniel Jones. I mean having Kenny Galladay. I mean looking at it on on the receiver side, skill position situation in the offense, they made some pretty good moves. I mean they bought in John Ross from Cincinnati. Yep. Kyle you, you just you just talked about uh Kenny Galladay, they bought in Kyle Rudolph from Minnesota. So I mean, right? Just just 
at that exact moment right there, they've upgraded their receiving core, which means that they're I think they have faith in Daniel Jones because they didn't draft another quarterback. And the only thing they did was bring in Mike Glennon, who is just that. He's just there if you need him. That journeyman yep. backup now look, guy. Here's one that really that stands out to me, right? They bring in John Ross from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Now, he's at a low contract. But John Ross, when he was a rookie two years ago, he, he, had, uh, he set one of the records in the 40-yard dash. The dude's fast. If he can, if he he can't be a focal point of the offense, though, is what since he showed. But he could be that guy that could be a um, maybe not as good as Deshaun Jackson, but that same type of deep threat player. Well, he he was very upset with how things played out, and since he, yeah, you know, well, but, since he was just since he. I mean, I think the fans are upset with how things played out, and since he, but I mean, losing Joe Burrow like right off did, the bat, right yeah, off which the bat. is not. Week, what, four or five? I think four, something like that. Three or four? I think it was a week four. Uh, week four. It was week you four. know, you lost him that early in the season. Makes it very difficult for you to to see what you actually have going on. And as a receiver who's coming up on a contract year and whatnot, you want to be there for your team so you can make that those catches and you can make that money. And he wasn't able to prove that and he wasn't able to do that because of injuries. So, all right. So, I mean, when you, you were part of an offense who – was main focus was on AJ Green as as a backup, and then you're you're playing second or third fiddle to him. You, you kind of got to move on from that, you know. And, and that's what they were. That's what John Ross was trying to do. And it, it's a fresh start for him too. And then same thing with Galladay, right? He comes out of Detroit where he's tied to Matt Stafford, which is a great thing. But he's had a couple of injuries, and he wasn't getting where he needed to be in Detroit. So going to New York, it's a fresh start. And I think it's just really a good. Uh, a good fit for him. And I mean, to me, the Giants are the other team that I could see if all all the pieces align, they could get to 11 wins. But I don't think they're going to get past nine. See, I have, them at, I have them at 10. I have the Cowboys at 11. And I have the football team at nine. So it's like nine, 10, 11, bam, bam, bam. I mean... I feel like this, this entire division is going to hover around 500. But with 17 games, like it's going to be like one's 10, one's nine, one's 11. You're only I think getting, you can have two nines, a 10, and 11 out of this whole division. They're only getting one into the into the playoffs. So out of the three wild card spots, it, doesn't, card it does not go to somebody in the NFC much. East. The wild card spots in the NFC are going to be very competitive Probably this the year. the Saints, Vikings, and... Saints, Vikings, Packers, uh, Seahawks, okay. Cardinals, yeah. Rams. I mean, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to come I mean, across. Yeah, it's it's but, not. This is not an easy. Like I, right. I could probably rattle off two more teams right, that are gonna so be competitive for that. But Forty Niners. As long as they're Frank Nelson. All, right. All right, so Giants. Yeah. You know. So onto the draft. Uh, they don't have a lot of picks this year. They just have seven. Yeah. Didn't. Dave Gettleman. Six. I'm sorry, they had six picks. Isn't that Giants? Dave Gettleman? I believe so. He's with Philly? No, Gettleman's with the Giants. He traded his pick with the with the with the uh with the yeah, Eagles, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so anyway, they bring in uh Kadarius Tooney out of Florida, wide receiver at the number twenty overall pick. Um again, that's 
bolstering an already strong receiving core of Kenny Dolliday, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. Right? Those guys are all yeah. really good. And then you got John Ross back there. So now you've got five receivers. And you have a first-round pick who's probably not going to breach your starting position. No, he's so. not. It's, it's, if he does, it's because he's that good. Uh, then you got Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia. Huge, huge land in the, in the second round for them uh, at the outside linebacker position. Again, strengthening that defense. Bringing it, bringing it back to that, you know, old school, right? Well, I mean, defense, I mean, the, the, it still sticks where defense wins games, right? So we were just talking about, you know, the team can bring up 30 and you can still lose. But if your team is averaging 35 points and your offense is only allowing, I mean, your defense is only allowing 21, you, you, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And, right. and that, that, that's, that's how the math works for that, right? So that's why you need a good defense. All right. So there you go. And then um, Aaron Robinson, cornerback out of University of Central Florida. Um, Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa, outside linebacker. Uh, Gary Brightwell, running back out of Arizona in round six, along with Rodarius Williams, cornerback out of Oklahoma. So you see, they were definitely zoned in on fixing their defense. Yes, getting getting players in there and just re- restocking, restocking. You know, I, I mean, anything past the third round is just like extra. If they hit, they hit. If they don't, it is what it is. Unless you're the same, right? But I mean, you know, you draft those guys in the in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round as camp bodies for the most part. Stack them away on the practice squad. Hopefully, maybe they'll develop into something later. Yeah, and I mean, their biggest loss on defense was was David Mayo. It was it was a big uh, a loss for them for sure. And oh, oh no, I hit a button. Oh dang it, you buttons! And then uh, they didn't really lose a lot when it comes down to it. Like looking down, they added more than they lost. Yeah, they did lose uh, Kevin, Kevin Zietler. That was their big loss on the guard side. So we'll see um, if that makes as big of a difference. But I think. Uh, and then they also lost uh, uh, David Thomas on the defensive line uh, to Minnesota. So, again, they reloaded on the draft. They made some pretty good moves for agency. And as long as everybody's healthy, yeah. they're going to be a much improved team. Once again, if the injury bug leaves them alone, they'll be good. And, and now to the very bottom of the dumpster fire. This is the part that's left over after the fire is put out. Right, you but get, honestly, it's the team that's going to improve the most this year. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's not hard to from where they were. I don't so disagree with you, but I like how they finished. They're the team who's at the very bottom of the of the of the dumpster after the fires put out that ash and just eh. just kind of smoldering. And yeah, maybe a little piece of it didn't get burnt, stinking a little bit. So, but it has that smell to it, smelling like. And we were talking about. You guys, the Eagles. Um, if you're a fan, I'm sorry. You're gonna hate. You're gonna hate me for this, but I mean, they didn't do a whole lot to improve. Um, they did come out good towards the end of the season. You know, yeah, they came Hurts, out really strong. But Jalen Hurts really, really showed up. But I mean, they have. You finished four and eleven. You know, you know, you're not going from four and eleven to Super Bowl. So if you're out in Philadelphia right now, getting your tattoo artist to get you the 2021 
NFL champion, Eagles, just stop. Just stop. Just That's going to be hard stop to cover Stop at up. the two and then don't even go zero. Yeah. Don't it's, even go zero. It's going to be hard to cover up. It, it hurts to get them removed. It, it's just not worth it. Okay. So let, let's let's dive in, right? We already said four and eleven. Let's see what they lost and what they added. Okay, in they all didn't free lose. Oh, well, actually, I'm gonna lie. Um, Deshaun Jackson's now in, at the Rams. Yeah, they lose Jalen Mills. That was huge. Jalen Mills Jaylen, is now uh, playing for New England. For New England, their safety, and you know he's he was a victim of the New England shopping spree because uh, they just like. Walked in a freaking Gucci with a bag full of cash and just threw it at people. Well, it's about time they spent some of that money. Yeah, they had, they have had a crap load of. They've been building up a crap load of capital. So Jalen Mills was a big one for them. Um, they bought in Joe Flacco. Yeah, they lose Vinny Curry to the Good Jets uh, on the defensive end. So that was kind of a big one there. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, like you said, Jonathan well, Ford, their other safety lost to Jacksonville. They lost Corey Clement. They lost Corey Clement. Cam. Cam Johnson, uh, they lost him to Houston. Um, but I mean, that's an eight million dollar punter. So, yeah, w- once again, your punters aren't going to make that kind of money. No, on the long term, you know. No, but I mean, uh, the us, guys, the guys, are great punter. Us just, as Saints fans, we learned that the hard way this season. Yeah. You know? But all right, so let, let's, let's see what they added. Right, so so they bring in uh, Anthony Harris. They bought in two quarterbacks. No, I'm sorry. They lost Nate Sudfield. They to, lost Nate Sudfield to uh, because they brought in San Joe Francisco Flacco and they bought in Joe. He, you know what? He should have just changed his name like a long time ago to Joe to uh, Shane Falco. That way we can just be like, you know, <laughs> footsteps Falco is footsteps now footsteps Falco. Oh my god! Yeah. And then look, they bring in Anthony Harris, free safety from Minnesota. Um, that was a good one. Good pickup. Eric Wilson, also out of Minnesota. Brian Kerrigan from Washington. That's, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's about the I mean, biggest. There's some the other names, names, but it's, you know, league minimums and and whatnot and people you probably never heard of. So Exactly. Uh, so now we go to the draft. <laughs> um, right, round one, they bring in Devonta, Devonta Smith, Smith out of Alabama. Great so again, pickup. You know. Uniting. Right. Former, former teammate. Exactly. Former quarterback with his, with his receiver. Well, they yeah, yeah, they played together. Yeah. They played together. It was like two years ago, but yeah. Landon uh, Dickerson. Center out of Alabama, so you're starting to shore up that line. Um, Milton Williams, defensive tackle out of Louisiana Tech in third round. Then you get Zach McPherson out of Texas Tech in the cornerback spot. Uh, and then you bring in some uh, more help on the defensive uh, line with a tackle, defensive end safety, outside linebacker. And then uh, Kenneth uh, Gainwell in round five was there running back out of Memphis. We'll just say the name Jacoby Stevens out of LSU safety. Yes. You know, yes. just because LSU. And then, oh, and look, let's do a little love to Tulane. Patrick that, Johnson, that's outside right. linebacker out of Tulane in round seven. So Roll wave. Roll wave. There you have it. That is, that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so let's take a look at their depth chart, right? Okay. So you got Jalen Hurts backed up by Joe Flacco with Nick Mullins just – there. Just just a big questionable next to just, his name. Just there. He's got a nice big Q. Probably got COVID or something. All right. Then uh, running then backs. This is a little weak here too, man. No, uh, Miles Sanders is solid, dude. Miles Sanders, but then you have yeah, Boston, Boston Scott, Scott Carryon Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah, not a whole lot there. Uh, receivers, you got Devonta Smith. But good thing, draft Miles Sanders because he's the guy. <laughs> so Devonta Smith, Jalen Ragor, Travis Fulgham. I mean, they actually have receivers now. They're young, but 
great. You know, give Jalen some fresh. I mean, think about how depleted that receiving core has been. Well, yeah, for these last I mean, that was, three that was years, rough. just terrible. And then tight end, you have Dallas, Dallas Goddard. And then Zacherts is still there. We don't know what's going to happen with him exactly, but it, money's an issue with him. Yeah, he's age. just not. He's not. He's not gonna. And it's crazy because he's coming off of some of the better seasons of his career the last three years. Last year was just a tank, but that was just. That was the terribleness of the team itself, not necessarily Ertz's play. But he wanted out. He wanted more money. Yeah. That didn't happen in the offseason. It may still happen. There's a there's a possibility. But I I mean, they would be silly to get rid of him. And I think Ertz would be silly to leave. Because now you have Ertz and Hertz. And Hertz to Ertz. It hurts to Hertz. Just stop, okay? I can't. Uh, I can't hurt. I'm going to hurt myself you know, if I keep hurting on. Their defense is still pretty good. Um, not great. Not by, not by a long shot, but, you know, they still have, you know, guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. And Fletcher Those guys Cox. Are both amazing. Yeah. Fletcher Cox. And Fletcher Cox. Shut up. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. And oh, 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 we missed him. Fletcher Cox. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, they haven't really done a whole but their lot defense, there. No, but their defense was solid last year. Again, yeah, I, I mean, just like just like the Giants. You know, it we, was, we, we said that about almost every team on here, that their, their, their defense was solid. But I'm sorry, not, you, not don't, Dallas. you don't have not this, Dallas. You don't have this sorry of a, not the of a team. team. You don't have this solid of a team. But I'm saying you can have your defense. Those great defenses. With, yeah, but your offense has to score over 35 points. None of those offenses can score yeah, 35 well, points. That there, there's them. your problem. So there you have it. I think all we're, four we're of at them. This point. I Let's, think all four of them got to the 35 point margin with with what they brought in or or who got healthy or whatever. All right. So we didn't we didn't say where we think the Eagles gonna end up. Um, I'm gonna I, give I them nine. I don't wins. think. Oh, wow. I'm bullish. I'm bullish as hell. Wow. I don't. I don't have them getting over six. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this is. I'm thinking. Football team gets nine wins. Eagles get nine wins. And Cowboys and Giants, one gets eleven, one gets ten. Okay, well that that's that's your opinion. Um, that's your prediction. Um, I, I don't think that's even close. But I think Cowboys at eleven, uh, Giants at nine, football team at ten, and then Eagles. Eagles at, at Give six. Them seven. No, Give no, them I'm seven, not giving them seven. Six. Cheap Eagles. Boston. Eagles are not going to get much further than being that trash at the bottom of the dumpster after the fire. So. Oh, you heard it here, folks. The captain's prediction for the Eagles is not uh, isn't flying too high. Nope. Sorry, Eagles. Um, say what you got to say. I mean, it is what it is. All right. Anything else you want to add on this division? No. There, I mean, there's nothing else to add on this division. They need to add to this division. It's not my job anymore. <laughs> Careful now. We'll start getting shit crazy. All right, guys. Well, thank you, as always, for listening in. Uh this has been our NFC East State of the Division preview. Uh, we got three more left, and then we're going to get into the regular season. Um, we are now adding our podcasts on Anchor. So if you use the Anchor app, um, you can find us the, the fifth down there. Um, should be showing up. Um, the fifth fifth down should be showing up on its own now, yes, separated yes. from the uh, We are on enemy Anchor good, and Spotify as of this moment. Um, it is it is populating, and then we will be uh, switching everything over to Anchor 
yeah. before the end of the year. So everything, you'll be able to find us all on Anchor, and then that should be easier to find us through the other other means. We have some, we're actually recording now in the WIP studio. Um, so that is that is a new part of this. Yep. Um, down here in Hotometry. There you go. And uh, more from us soon, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you all next episode. Deuces. Oh.